0: Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish.
1: It is that time of year for tax season, even though this year we do get an extra month, taxes aren't due till May 15th. But when it comes to taxes, all of us, of course, want to do the right thing and legal thing. However, none of us want to pay too much. So are you overpaying or are you taking full advantage of the tax laws that might work to your benefit? Because Ed Slot. Author of The New Retirement Savings Time Bomb, he tells The Motley Fool that having a good tax strategy is even more important than having a good investing strategy. In the market, yeah, you make money, it goes up. It goes down, you lose money. But if it comes back up, you get it back. If you lose money to taxes, you're never getting that money back. That's a one-way street. So it's unbelievable the amount of money we're putting back into families' hands just by doing great tax planning. Oh, so how does this work then, Abe? How do I plan, quote-unquote, my taxes?
0: You know, the first thing we do, Heather, is we educate our clients on these matters. So a lot of firms out there say they will do tax planning, say they will do social security planning and RMD planning and all of these other types of planning that are so important in a comprehensive retirement plan, yet typically they just do investment management. They want your money, right? And they want to make a fee on that dollars. And that's typically all they care about. So the first thing we do is we educate and we provide comprehensive and unbiased education to our clients. One of the things we talk about and plan for with every client that meets with us is taxes. And what we do is we have tax planning software where we'll run a personalized tax mapping report to find out, does it make sense to pay tax now or pay tax later? Because a lot of people are concerned with the state of this country, $30 trillion in national debt. And hey, what if tax rates and brackets go up? How is that going to affect my dollars that I've worked so hard for? So we just helped a family. They came in from Fairfax, Virginia. They have about a million and a half dollars saved, $1.5 million saved. They're in their Mm mid-60s, retiring in their early 70s, maybe five, to seven years away from full retirement. And one of their biggest concerns, why they called into the show was because of taxes. They're working with another advisor. That advisor has not yet addressed taxes for them. Mm -hmm. They're asking these questions and they're kind of getting this generic advice. Well, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. But they're not getting real specific advice. So they called into the show to get a second opinion and to address this tax issue, which they're concerned with. Here's why they're concerned with taxes, Heather. Okay, It's because all of the one and a half million dollars saved is in pre-taxed accounts, Uh it's in their 401ks. They've been maxing out their company plans, which is great, they're maxing out the plans, they're getting matches, you know, they're growing their dollars, but they're growing all of these pre-taxed dollars, and they're taking a deduction now To hopefully pay less tax down the road, but hope isn't a great strategy. And if tax rates and brackets just simply go up, they could be losing more of their hard earned dollars to taxes. So are we just going to turn a blind eye to this and like hope it works out for us? Or are we going to actually (laughs) seek advice and try to address this? It's really interesting. You know, a billionaire in Silicon Valley years ago purchased the world's largest life insurance policy. And just bear with me here. I have a reason why I'm talking about life insurance. Okay, A billionaire on Silicon Valley purchased the world's largest life insurance policy. It was so big, Heather, it had to stretch across 19 different insurance companies. Wow. Right, that big. Now, why in the world would a billionaire purchase life insurance? He has billions of dollars. Right. Does he need life insurance? no he has billions of dollars right but he learned about all of the tax provisions all of the tax strategies and efficiency in permanent life insurance i'm not saying this is how we help that couple i'm just trying to paint a picture here as to off-market strategies outside of the box ideas and strategies that are available to the average middle American that they can take advantage of. It's simply knowing the rules to the game. It's simply being educated on all of our different investment options. And hey, there's a lot more out there than what's in your TSP, than what's in your 401k and IRAs. And so here's an example of a billionaire purchasing permanent life insurance. I'm talking whole life or universal life insurance. Why? Not because he needs billions more in death benefit. He right. probably doesn't care what happens when he dies, right. but what is in those policies and in the tax code that can benefit me while I'm alive? This is how we need to think. We need to think outside of the box. And if you're concerned with higher taxes on your retirement dollars, if you are concerned that brackets and rates could go up, then what can we do about it? So this couple that came into us from Fairfax is maxing out their plans, but on top of that, they're business owners, they're a restaurant owner. Okay. They can save more than a hundred thousand dollars a year after maxing out their plans. So we recommended them saving that extra cash flow, a lot of that extra cash flow, into a bucket of money that can grow tax deferred mm-hmm. and come out to them free of tax in retirement, wow. if structured properly. Wow. So these are the types of things, you know, by getting a second opinion on your retirement plan, it can prove to be substantial for you. You know, taxes are our biggest expense in retirement and we need to do everything in our retirement plan to mitigate tax as much as possible.
1: Well, and another lesson you just taught me, Abe, is that when it comes to thinking big, you don't have to be a Mm -hmm. billionaire to do that, particularly when it comes to big ideas on ways to reduce your future tax obligations. That's what Abe and his team are here to help you discover in a plan of your own using their tax system software to figure out ways to keep more of your money in your pocket and out of uncle sam's hands and you can always visit retirementkeyradio.com to learn more so of course thinking about taxes it all boils down to that income we're looking to generate in our retirement and when it comes to doing that generating retirement income everyone has a different opinion about annuities On the CNBC Mm -hmm. show Power Lunch, host Tyler Matheson asked wealth manager Jerry Pell if she would recommend them for a client in his or her 50s. After the 2000 market corrections and Mm -hmm. the tech, you know, downfalls and all of that, and particularly after the Great Recession, the boomers and retired people started saying, I want my money to grow, but I don't want to lose any money. And so the great thing that annuities do is that they provide an ability to get an income stream for your essential expenses. Maybe right for people, maybe not. Definitely a good portion. Some people love them, some people hate them. A lot of people hate them because they don't understand them or know enough about them. Definitely worth researching. All right, Abe, so I'm gonna put you on the Mm. spot. Do you think annuities have a place in our overall retirement strategy?
0: I say the answer is yes, absolutely, for a lot of pre-retirees and retirees, but you need to know what you're doing. Right. You need to know why you would place money inside of an annuity. What is it that you're looking to accomplish? And a lot of pre-retirees and retirees are looking to reduce risk at the point of retirement. A lot of pre-retirees and retirees need and want income in retirement, Mm -hmm. their working paychecks have stopped. Mm -hmm. Well, these are a couple of reasons why you may want to consider an annuity, the right type of annuity for a portion of your portfolio. We just had a gentleman that called into the show come in. He's in his early 60s, retiring soon, Mm -hmm. lives in Centerville, Virginia, a million bucks saved, Mm -hmm. just like a lot of people that come in wanted to reduce risk, getting more conservative, starting to get more defensive because, hey, he's like, I got a year or two left before I retire. I got this million dollars here and I certainly don't want to lose any of it in the next 12 months or 24 months. So he's looking to reduce risk. Come to find out he actually has and owns a few variable annuities and he's got the rest of it in market-based investments okay so essentially all of it's in the market even though some of it's in a variable annuity well brief annuity 101 quickly you've got immediate annuities those are like pensions we wouldn't recommend putting any money into an immediate annuity for the most part Mm -hmm. because when you do you lose all control for an immediate paycheck that can last you the rest of your life okay so paycheck for life that's great We can play with that money. We can do what we want, but we lose control. Okay. Number two, fixed annuities. Those are like what we call CDs on steroids. Okay. And you might be able to get 2% to 3% right now. Well, that's great if you have a lot of extra cash in the bank, but not great for retirement dollars. We need to get more than 2 to 3% on our investments. Variable annuities are the third. This is what this gentleman owns. For the most part, when you hear bad things mentioned about annuities, Mm -hmm. it typically stems from variable annuities. Why? Because typically they are high in fee. It's not odd to find a variable annuity with a three to 5% annual fee, which is highway robbery. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, market losses. Why? Because anything variable can go up or down. Number four, fixed indexed annuity came out 26 years ago around 1995. It's kind of like a hybrid between the CD on steroid type and the variable for people who want principal protection with decent yield with no loss and potentially no fee. None of them are perfect, but that one right there, the fixed indexed, typically is in the 4% to 6% range when you look back on history. That would be kind of a growth expectation in terms of yield and interest. So, hey, a 4 to a 6% return or yield long-term on our safer dollars in our portfolio, not too bad, right? right? But there are a lot of pros and cons. We need to be educated on all of the annuities out there, why you would even consider putting one or some in your portfolio, and how that can benefit your entire retirement plan Heather. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com.